Hey guys, very excited for you to hear the latest episode of the Opie Radio Podcast as we go to Pig Beach for the big Car Ruiz event. But first, I got to welcome another new sponsor to the Opie Radio Podcast. I'm talking BetDSI.com. They have been paying winners for 20 years. BetDSI is top rated on betting review sites. Why not use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this week? BetDSI has a very user-friendly interface and mobile site. BetDSI has the fastest payouts in the industry. Simply play, win, and get paid. Uh, BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, and all other major sports. You can also bet on politics, reality TV, esports, pretty much virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI where you can bet on games from start to finish, every play, and every minute until the end of the game. And check this out. New members get 100% bonus match using promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's more than double your money to start winning today at BetDSI.com, promo code OPIE. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, and get this limited-time 100% bonus offer plus a $25 free wager to test the waters. Don't miss out and go make some extra cash betting this season. It's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI.com, promo code OPIE, Welcome aboard, BetDSI.com. Oh, welcome aboard. And now on with the show. There's the Gloria giggle. We are live. Although you're hearing this, uh, I don't know. Not so live. Not so live. Yeah, we're at Pig Beach for the big uh, Carl celebration. Gloria put the whole damn thing together, so I wanted to start the podcast with Gloria. Great job, Gloria. It's been amazing. Everybody is here. Um, There are over 20 chefs that are here from... All over the country, from Sam Jones in Aden, North Carolina, to Pat Martin from Nashville, uh, Lee Lucier is here from Hilton Head, Amanda Freytag from the Food Network is here, Chris Petroni from the Food Network is here, uh, Billy Durney, I mean, Hometown Barbecue, Can't Be Beat, the Fox Brothers are here from Atlanta, um, Chris Lilly from Big Bob. Barbecue, Big Bob Gibson's Barbecue. Let's not overlook the U-Bonds from Yazoo, Mississippi, or Bob Krieger with Chaps Pit Beef. Um, Handsome Devil Barbecue, can't forget him. Leah Gaccioni coming in from um, Jersey. Um, Sabret Hot Dogs, Sabret stepped up and donated a cart. And we all know Carl loved his hot dogs. <laughs> and we got him with the works. We got it all. Uh, Gotham Burger, Gotham Social Burger Club is here, cranking it through. Joey Zadori is helping cooking. Uh, it's mind-blowing to me. How many people have just said, we're there? Uh, No egos, no issues, just pure love, pure friendship, and amazing food. And you can't forget Pig Beach. I mean, they've just stepped up and helped. And without Will Shear and Dan Soloway, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and everyone is saying they feel like Carl is here. And one guy said, 
You know Carl's in the smoke. <laughs> he's in the smoke he's at this place. Or he's got pinkies up and he's at the bar throwing back a few shots for yeah. sure. Uh, again, he would have been eating a, a bite of everything. His smoked bologna's here uh, from the Fox Brothers and enjoying everything. And I think what the coolest part of all of this is Carl had so many different people in his life from so many different factions. The watch people, the food people, the car people, the radio people. But here, it, they've all collided. Yeah, absolutely. It's just one big collision, and everybody is just, it's a love fest. There's yeah. no other way to put it. I'm walking around Pig Beach, and uh, I just see all the people that Carl introduced me to that are now my friends. Yeah, and and let's not forget, George is here. His, his brother is here with his family. His mom is here. And everybody's just, uh, I mean, everybody's just enjoying the moment. And Every time I uh, pass by Carl's mom, I'm giving her a hug, and, and then I start crying because she's crying, and I'm like, I, I wish I could take your pain away. And then I, I don't know what you could say to her because I, I, I try to tell her, you know, how loved he was and how he was pretty much my best friend, and I said, look, you know, uh, his name will live on as long as I could, you know, do this and... Oh, but it, I mean, it's nice, but none of that works. She wants her goddamn son back. Well, she does, and so does everybody that's here. But I got to tell you, um, his, her son is gone. He's just in a different way. It's, he is living in each and every one of us, in just in how we're being kind to each other, why we're supporting each other, and keeping the stories going. I mean, that's half the battle, right, is just to keep the stories going. You got to kind of learn from uh, these tough deaths, and you make your life better. Uh, you do a little more of that Ruizing, and uh, to the stupid haters out there that think Ruizing is just drinking your face off and just eating shitty, it's way more than that. Ruizing was going to the aquarium and just hanging out. Ruizing is just sitting back and shooting the shit and just talking with your friend. It's That's what it is. It's just enjoying the moment that you're in exactly and knowing where you are. Yeah, simply living in the moment. And sometimes, yeah, maybe that was 12 shots of Jim Beam in a very dark, dank bar, but... <laughs> That's what but it was for. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but it was so much more than that. Carl was so much more than that. So when but. I tell you how many people have reached out, and I'm sure you're the same, and the stories and how we help people and whether it was a, a way to do their burger better or how to do their job better or how to do something else or some business advice or personal. He was all of that. Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't about hanging out at a bar and having a hot dog. There was yeah. so much more. And giving and every moment. And there wasn't a minute that he wasted. Yeah. Not one. And I, I'm, um, you know, running into a lot of podcast fans, and they've come from all over the country. You notice that? A lot of people flew in from all over oh the place. God. Arizona people have never been to New York before, have all jumped on planes and trains to get here. It, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. And the one thing I'm hearing over and over again is, I never met Carl but you want to finish the but? but but I felt like I knew him he exactly. was my best friend it's exactly. what everybody says and it's and you know you look at somebody and they want a hug and you give you, you, everybody's it's a, it's a hug fest here that's really what it's turned into yeah. it's really kind of cool and I mean Mario's here Mario Chapa's here he's making Cuban sandwiches his sous chef from La Cubana yep. I mean it, you can't get any closer than that I mean it's just the real deal are we going to do this every year Gloria absolutely I hope to do it in a little warmer weather but <laughs> yeah, yes let's, let's, I'm going for not cold weather let's think uh, <laughs> Uh, May, yeah, maybe yeah. June. Around his birthday, right. April is. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're good. April would be good. But this cold thing, yeah, it's not enough beer yet. So, uh, for the people that aren't here, uh, is there anything they could do online to so donate? Say, or um, yeah, so we set up a GoFundMe account right. called Ruizing for a Cure for a Cause, and they can totally go there. And um, once we get past this 
and we get our paperwork set up for the foundation, then I'll be able to sell things like t-shirts and candles and things like that. But I just got to get set up for that legally before we do anything. You got to sell the the uh, hot dog hat. Oh my God. The so, Ruizing so hot dog hat. So Carl was working with a group of folks call, with an app called Ate It, the number 8 IT, and it was all about good food and places to eat, and the, the guys are amazing, and they had worked a, a design for Carl that looked like Sabret hot dogs, has a hot dog on it in all the colors, but says Ruizing, and he had just approved that design that week. Oh, really? Yeah, he had just he had approved Oh, so it. this was approved by Carl. Oh, that oh, makes no, it even no, cooler. No, 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 totally was approved at that Monday, and he died on that Friday. And so we were going to go launch T-shirts and hats all on it. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we're auctioning off today is uh, Jeff Fader. Sure, Fader uh, Knives. Yeah, Fader Knives uh, donated the, a custom knife. Carl had retweaked the knife. But he didn't want to make any more. But he committed to one knife in this fashion that Carl changed it to. Um, it's up to $2,300 already. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It's crazy. So uh, I, think, uh, I think we're going to keep his name alive for a really long time there, Gloria. I really do. It's my mission, that's for sure. Same here. Carl gave me a fader knife for my birthday. Uh-huh. And I, it's such a work of art. I, I told Carl at uh, Gephardt's, I'm like, I'm, I'm never using this. <laughs> and he got so mad at me. Uh, and then I jokingly would say that, all right, maybe I'll cut my strawberries with the, the awesome fader knife. But now that he's, he's gone, trust me, I'm going to use that knife a lot. He's a him in it. He designed it, the whole thing, from the look to the weight to the hilt, the whole thing. It's his. So uh, every time you do it, I feel like he's in the kitchen with me. 100%. All right, I know you're busy, Gloria. Go. Have yeah. fun. C- come back and uh, do a little more with me. Robert! From Westwood One. Oh, we're going to do that now, aren't we? What's wrong with that? Nothing. We're still friends. We're still friends. I'm friends with a lot of people over at Westwood yes. One still. They still pay me. To, the check just cleared yesterday. And we got to make believe we haven't seen each other in a while. Hey, how you we been, Robert? don't have Robert? to make believe. I'm like, kidding. It's a kidding. podcast. Exactly. I'm kidding. I wanted to say hi. I don't really need to be on the podcast. What's going on? No. You were part of the, uh, the dark side of the food uh, industry. Early on on that podcast, oh, you were in the I background because Carl I brought was. you. <laughs> Carl would be like, shh, shh, don't let her speak. How yes. about this? There were podcasts I called the next day. I was like, listen, douchebag. That was I was that other girl. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I wasn't stepping up, so you had people step in for you. He'd be like, listen, it's for CV. Why are you getting so upset? We've been friends since we're 12. I'm like, I don't really love it. I got to tell you a couple things. Carl would uh, call me after some of our podcasts and go, bruh, you got to cut that out. You got to cut that out. As you're saying that, I'm avoiding people here because I know some of the things Carl said about some of these people. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope they didn't listen to every episode of the podcast. But see, though, that's why everyone loved him. Because here's the deal. If you were in his world, you had to have a thick skin because he called it as he saw it. And if you didn't like it, you weren't staying around. Like, he called me out on so much shit. I am a spoiled, rotten brat. (laughs) I am on TV putting people in jail. And he'd call, he'd be like, listen, I'm just going to throw this out. I get that you put on that Calvin Klein suit. Everyone knows that you were vomiting the night before because you were with me in the city. (laughs) I mean, like... (laughs) You don't get to tell people that. He's like, someday I'm blowing it up. But you know what, though? I loved him for it because he kept me honest. Like, he really did. And that, there's 8 million things I miss about him. I'm not sharing with the public. But that was one of the (laughs) So we all have that. How about share one? One. He kept you honest. He kept you honest, right? Like 100%. Yeah. He was literally the best human being I ever met in the world. Honestly, no filter. You meet people that say, I'm no filter. He, he no. literally had no filter. 
No filter. Hashtag fuck Roland. And Dave is back. <laughs> Haven't seen him since California, even though he lives in Jersey. What's up, Dave? Yo, what's up, everybody? How are you? We're a little happier, right? Now that another month has gone by, a little happier. Listen, like, you know, every day a little better, and there's still that huge void in our lives. And Paul's still drunk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my Facebook will never be the same. Well, Just, I don't think anyone's social media will be the same. Like, I feel like most people look at their social media and are like, why isn't he posting something? Yeah. Why isn't he there? Why like, did they cancel call show? I know, I know. I just but, find myself you know, scrolling. It's like, there's nothing. But I think this, I think this, I think that there is a part of us that is very lucky. Even being here today, like people come up and they're like, oh, you're Megan. And I'm like, I am. And they're like. I just called you a uh, lawyer lady. Yeah. I didn't know you wanted your name out there. No, well, that's fine. But And they'd be like, you know what? Like, you got to, like, know him. And I'm like, I did. They're like, was he different? I'm like, no. Not really. <laughs> I'm like, no. Nope. They're like, so you just dealt with that? I'm like, he's been like that since 14. Like, I didn't know any different. Like, I didn't know to be yeah, like. Yeah, you guys uh, go I, way back. I will say, I'd be like, eat a salad. Go to the doctor. Like. We all tried. But right? The, but. but the, but oh, that's no. actually not true. I never tried. When we went out to lunch, we <laughs> ate like fucking animals. All right, it was good amazing. for you. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I knew I could try a little, but he was also one of these guys that would go, enough. He knew, he knew what he was doing. But no, like. Yeah, he would boo you in the face. Yes. You would be having this hard heart, like, Carl, I don't know. This is the 10th time I've been with you with chest pains. Yeah, you, maybe he's. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. But I think we all walked away, like, loving our life and, like, figuring out that, like, you need to be happy. So if someone's going to tell you, like, your life sucks, like, don't do this, don't do that, if you're happy with what you're doing, I I spent so much time with Carl, like, my thing with him was, like, give me a minute, my two cents, and I go, okay, that's it, and let's move on. Because I didn't want to be that guy giving him, you know, speeches. I was that guy. You were, too, right? I definitely was. I gave him speeches all the time, right? Nick was with us. She I was, was ele- she was a lecturer. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you care about I him. And but the fact is that Carl would listen to you, where the most people would have been shut out because yeah, you knew him. No. You know, he did. But it, you know what, though? Like, I will say this: like, I consider myself the most lucky person in the world to have him as long as I did. I look at my life now and I do live it differently. Like, I still go to yoga. I still work out. Uh, I still, hey, I still hey, watch I like what I eat. Zopi. I like yoga. But but this uh, though, the only, Carl I liked to watch yoga. He didn't like doing yoga. He'd go to he'd go in the back of the class and just sit there and. Uh, I mean. Well, he did. He would be like, I'll watch you do it. I'll be like, you can come. You have to do a little. The room's 110 degrees. Like, oh, you took him to yoga. it? Did you take him to any of that? At once. He went to hot yoga once? Once. You know what he did? Nothing. He was like, I'm just saying child pose. And he'd be like this. He'd be in child pose. This is radio. You can't see it, but he'd be in child pose. And his like chin would be like perched up so he could watch everybody. But he wouldn't do anything. What, what would you wear at hot yoga, Megan? I word nothing that I'm sharing on your radio podcast. <laughs> what? I'm just. I'm but no, like that, no, the gift is this. So like, he, call call that bunny suit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't wear much in hot yoga. No, it's because it's really hot. It's really hot. But and you walk away ball. with this. Is that like my life is very different than his? And now I literally like take a minute. I'm more whimsical now. 
Okay. Good. Like a she drinks a cup of latte in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I only drink tequila. You know what? Make Which that a double, have here. Make that a double wheatgrass shot. I'm living it up today. Ruizing. <laughs> you know what I call it? I call it ruizing in reverse or half ruizing. Like Artie it's and light I. Ruizing. It's yes. Diet ruizing. So yes. Artie and I talk, and I was like, I am half ruizing today. She's like, What'd you do? I, I was like, Jack uh, Daniels and Coke. No I Jack put Daniels. milk in my coffee. Yeah, exactly. She's like, exactly. Does that count? I'm like, no, a little. It counts a little. I don't drink dairy. I put some honey in my smoothie we were, we were, to sweeten it up a bit because I'm Ruizy. syrup in my, in my smoothie. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, uh, from things Westwood we one. To, <laughs> we were talking about things we had to cut out of the podcast I'll after the fact. <laughs> so I was talking to George before, Carl's brother. So I've just started listening to the podcast. Oh, shit. Then i got to avoid him for the rest wait, of the day. Wait, wait, wait. I said... Uh, I thought it was funny. His mom did, too. Podcast? No. Carl t- hold on, Megan. Carl would take really big shots. shots at his brother, George. And I would be right there with him going, man, so he sounds like a real asshole. Right. Here's how I dealt with it. Time out. Time out. No, I love George, though. Wait, We're now I'm friends. I'm say this before anyone can say anything. All right. Carl worshipped George. Yes. Yeah. From the time we were children. Here is the difference. George was an adult when we were 14 years old. Right. So this is what would happen. Um, the two of you are amounting to nothing because you don't study. Um, Megan, why are you cutting class and coming to school with us? Yeah. I was like, well, because I go to an old girl's school and there's boys here. And he'd be like, that's not your best choice. That all being said, Carl worshipped him. And... They are the same fucking person. Ex- oh, can I curse? No yeah. one's listening anyway. Fine. Oh, it's not live? Hey, the numbers are going up, Nick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Delete it! Wait, you Wait. are ruizing, so yeah, why not curse? Okay, but I will tell you this. Get a little saucy. Here, it, here is the part that me, the, he worshipped him. So whenever he made fun of him, I would listen to it, and I would text him. I'd be like, you're serious right now? He's like... No one knows how amazing he is. No one got it. When my dad got sick, he was like, is it his heart? I'm like, no, it's his liver. He's like, oh, all right, because I was going to have my brother come in from D.C. He literally worshipped right. him. And the sad part of it like, was that they didn't realize it until they both, like, yeah. they were gone. Yeah. And I think George felt the same way about him. They both lived lives in a different way. That they didn't get to share. And yeah. that's terrible. So George's daughter was telling us oh. a story before. She goes, so uh, uh, Uncle Carl sent a text that said uh, uh, from him on a plane, on a private plane. And it said culinary school versus medical school. I win. And George goes, and I couldn't argue with that. So well, I, think he'll like, I think he'll like he'll Well, after he'll hanging out with George for an hour, I, the, the thing I said to George was, I think Carl misrepresented you. He did. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I really but think I Carl you, did you wrong Carl on my podcast. Say, Carl used to say George had all the looks. Yeah. Or Carl got all the looks. George got all the brains. If you don't know them, no, that could be identical. Carl's incredibly, was incredibly intelligent. No. Wait, wait. Because he but hid from would, everybody. Right, but the, handsome, but yeah, yeah. the handsomeness, they're literally both as good looking as the other. Like, that was a lie. Like, neither of them was better looking or smarter than the other. They just developed it. Were they close in age, too? Yeah, I, so George is a year older than me, so two years older than Carl. Okay. All right, listen, I just wanted to say hello. I didn't really <laughs> want to be on there. <laughs> you too. What are you kidding me? You just gave me great stuff. Great stuff, right, Robert? You produced you know, all the great stuff. I did in 2020. Oh, oh not, look at you bragging. I prosecute people who hide the bodies. That's my role. 
I'm a big deal. I mean, if Carl had done things in New Jersey, she would have prosecuted him, but it'll, ha- it'll <laughs> no, happen no, in Florida no, no. and California. No, stop it. I would have hid his shit. Like, allegedly. <laughs> oh, allegedly. Allegedly speaking, not really meaning it. In theory. No, but I do mean it. Uh, she's a dirty lawyer. Guess. I love it. No, only for him. I'm, I'm joking. Nothing no, I didn't mean dirty in that way. Up. I meant like where you would like, uh, you know, dirty, would look the other way for people. For Carl, I might hide them for someone else, but not for you. No, I'm only kidding. I would hide them for you too. This I'd have to. Like my dad was a huge fan. I'd have to. Okay, for your dad. For your dad. Beat me up for your dad. That's wonderful. Thank you. It was a little fun. It was very funny, Megan. It's okay. Go. It's okay. Are you drinking a craft beer? I'm, Carl would not like that. It's a, it's a Lagunitas, though. I'm supporting uh, Ben Perry because I hung out with him in uh, Santa Rosa, even though he doesn't own the company anymore. Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying the episode from Pig Beach. Uh, I had to jump in here really, really quickly because I got a couple things. I want to add Carl's voice to this podcast, and I also want to talk about our new sponsor, Blue Chew. And uh, both those things go together because if you're a faithful listener of the podcast, you know that Carl was a big fan of Blue Chew. And I found a nice chunk of audio, which is really, really funny. It's me and Carl back at the creepy cabin talking about all the ladies he's been with since he uh, got his divorce. And he mentions Blue Chew a few times. And I think he was very thankful that he always had Blue Chew on hand. So here we go. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. It's BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. B-L-U-E, Chew.com, BlueChew.com. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Oh, yeah. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit or no nosy neighbors, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, BlueChew.com. Promo code Opie to try it for free right now. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And with that said, it's me and Carl laughing our asses off at the creepy cabin, talking about all the girls in Carl's life. And the fact that he loves Blue Chew. And then right after that, we go right back to Pig Beach. Opie Radio. I just have to stop my lifestyle. I've literally, I've maxed out so quickly. <laughs> you already maxed, I've maxed, maxed out. out. You just gave me hiccups. We've been podcasting for one minute and I already got hiccups. Oh my God. Uh, what do you mean you maxed I've out? I maxed out, Opie. My town is a disaster. Really? Oh, you oh you hit the limit? I might have to move. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the water's uh, coming over the seawall? Oh, bro. This, it's been breached, bro. It's like, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's a complete unmanageable mess. Really? Oh, it's so unmanageable. Yeah, for the people that don't know, Carl's uh, living in a, in a creepy cabin in a very small town in the middle of the woods, and he's pretty much. 
knocking back all the broods. Oh, but this one, you're going to enjoy this one. This is an Opie story. Oh, really? Why is it an Opie story? Because it has what you relish the most in life, awkwardness. Just pale <laughs> awkwardness. I'm at the bar, and this girl comes up to me. And I and I, I was telling Mike before. Yeah, I do very unethical things. Like I know when I'm going to be on TV, so I time it. So I show up at the bar. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> that's a, that's just smart. That's yeah. not unethical. That's just so, smart. So the girl goes, "So what do you do?" And I just yeah. casually point up to the screen. Right, <laughs> and there I am judging. You're kidding? Yes, it was perfect. Nobody had a chance. You should, there was a collective sigh in the bar because they knew they lost the hot girl. I was like, oh, you mother. That's bullshit. They can't compete with that. Yeah, it's like Sean Connery shows up. You right. know, they can't do nothing. <laughs> what so, do you do when there's fucking a uh, Bond movie on the tube? Oh, I just look at everyone and I point to the fucking outfield. I'm like, this one's going out. <laughs> <laughs> you called the home run? I called the home run, bro. Nice. I was like Robert Redford in The Natural. Yeah. I'm just going around the bases. All the lights are flickering. Lightning strikes. Lightning strikes is incredible so but don't you have all the girls in the bar that and, you've been with yeah and the side eye is just it's getting too much like it went from hi carl to hey carl like, oh really <laughs> yeah like but don't you tell them up front hey man i i just got divorced freshly divorced i'm not looking to settle but down but, but if you want to have some fun let's do this i know but there's some of them that want to be the turnaround girl they want to turn you around you know what i mean and, so, so they don't believe it yeah they're like heads. oh he's like a, an injured pony but right. i'm not i'm just a dragon right, <laughs> right. but i'm special and when he gets with right. me i'll be the one Meanwhile, they don't understand that I'm so dead and broken that there's nothing you can do to fix it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'm literally falling down a well. There's nothing you're going to do to help me. So the rest of the, the girls in the bar give you the, hi, Carl. Hey, Carl. There's the hey, whore. Hey, Carl. There's that whore dude. Oh, look. He, look who he found. Oh, he, she's dead. Are, are you labeled the male whore? I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing, man. I don't care. So, so um... Take the girl home, right? Everybody, everything's cool. Well, no, no, no. Let's oh, not okay. fast forward. All right, all right, all right. What does she look like? One to young, ten. Young, solid. This is single Carl numbers, not not uh, married rating. This is single What's the difference rating. between single numbers? When I was married, yeah. you would be very easy for you to get in the sevens and the eights because I was living with a demon. Oh, okay. You know I mean? So anything was – like if you said hi to me – yeah. You're you're already batting five. You're at a fuck a solid five. And you, and you were missing a two for two. Yeah, exactly. You would still give a high number. Ah, I mean, even even a two is like if I'm like, oh, she has nice ears. Yeah, let's right. bring her up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> let's take her up. So here. what's her number as single Carl? Seven and a half. Uh, wow, really? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. How much younger than you? A lot. So here's where things get weird. Yeah. So. Did you hang at the bar for a while? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Wait, she saw who you were and on the I, TV and you guys I were out the door? I finished the shot. Yeah. It was funny. So we exchanged like phone numbers and stuff. Or I don't know how that happened, but it happened very quick. It was moving at a very fast pace, right. even for me. And as soon as I gave her my number, she says, she's like, I thought it was sending me like a test text. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is me. It says, let's get out of here. No. And I'm like, all right. Just like that. Just like that. Were you inside going, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was like, gonna, the guy in my head started putting gonna, all the files away and everything. Like, we, I had all my stuff planned out that I was going to say. I'm like, well, we're done. Was little Carl thinking to himself, ah, oh, man, I didn't even get to take my Viagra yet. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, where's my blue chew at? <laughs> where's my God? <laughs> God damn, I hope this thing works without a thick pill. Thank, thank God I had two blue chews. 
taped to my neck. <laughs> my emergency Bluetooth. You're like a you're like a Navy SEAL. I'm like a Navy SEAL. Took the cyanide go. pill. I got caught. Let's go. So, Don't worry, little fella. I just took some Bluetooth. We'll be all right before we get to the creepy cabin. Oh my god. Really? So you guys are out of there. So that was it. And then uh, fast forward next day. Next day, you, you you're one of the. How, what do you mean fast forward next day? What do you mean? Give us some fucking details on the action. I'm 43. I was holding on for dear life. <laughs> Were you really? Oh my god, I was in the ropes. I was bloody. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing some of that rope a do. Oh my god. <laughs> Hang in there, little like, girl. Like at the bar, I looked like Doug, Buster Douglas against Tyson. Right. Then after the bar, I was Buster Douglas after Tyson. Oh my Just god. getting knocked out first round everywhere. <laughs> So, little um, girl, you hang in there. Oh, uh, my little guy was like, dude, this was too fast. There was no prep time. Like, right. he complained the whole fucking time. No kidding. Oh, I spat and sputtered the whole way through. Did little Carl want to take a knee? <laughs> he took two knees. <laughs> and then threw up everywhere. Oh, no, he threw up everywhere. He got vertigo and threw up. <laughs> threw up after one pump. Oh, one, I wish. How many pumps? I well, First one, I lost that entry. You lost on entry? On entry. Wow. Boom! Everyone off. Wow. Like like a letter bomb. Hey, who sent me this? Boom! Everybody's dead. Wow, just like that. It was too much. What was too much about it? I was too I was too in the zone. Everything was too good, too right, too fast. Really? I wasn't ready. I wasn't was ready. Was the foreplay good? Well, that's what got me in trouble. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just oh, shit. Just crazy shit in your ear. So I did can... she laugh at you? Oh, everybody was laughing. <laughs> no, I mean back in the cabin. My forefathers were laughing. Everybody oh, okay. was laughing. I was laughing. She was laughing. I'm funny. I can take a joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Not the best. Not my best showing. So, so what happened? Well, you redeem yourself. You know what I mean? You right. Get back on that horse. Yeah. You what, about a... an hour or so? Yeah, a little bit more than that. A little more than that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not quick for them to get up anymore. She's just watching the clock on the wall, oh, whistling. Like, oh, no. I just like twirling her hair. Oh, like, how God. much if, longer do we if, have to wait before little Carl is ready to go again? If I could have broke out of board game, I would have. <laughs> hey, you want to play some Parcheesi? Dude, we could have had like three solid games of Connect Four. <laughs> oh, my God. And you don't have a and you don't have a TV. Nothing, dude, it's just oh me God. and her staring at each other. I'm out of gas. You have nothing to talk to her about because she's way too young. Nothing. So you nothing. have nothing in common. No. Oh, that's great. Oh, and I, I don't even I can't judge her music by her age. I'm like, so like you like like Limp Biscuit? Like I'm <laughs> Limp Biscuit? I don't even that band's like 25 years I old. I don't know. She had black nail polish. I figured she liked it. What the hell? I should have told her to go take a, a, a walk in the woods. Oh, she would have got mauled if there was noises yeah. out there. Oh, that's funny. Unbelievable. So wait. No, I'm waiting. Oh, God. Okay. That's not the best part? No, it's not. Really? That's not the awkward part. Imagine that. Okay. Because, you know, you redeem yourself. You get back in there. You're fine. You get back in I'm the a, game. I'm a professional. You know what I mean? I'm a marathon runner. I get, I'll get there. All right. All right. Um, you know, no, no photo finishes here, but I'll get there. All right. Next day. My buddy calls me, says, there's a sale down at at this little restaurant that we like that you get there before 4 o'clock and there's $2 off the salad bar. I'm like, sign me up, bro. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so I tell the chick, I said, yeah, you want to go hit the salad bar? She's like, right. fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> We're leaving town? Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you really have to say that? Because you know the haters are going to go, see, I told you the podcast isn't doing well. What do you mean? Carl just saved $2 on a salad bar. 
I think I bought a gold pony in Miami. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why. This okay. has nothing to do with the podcast. It's all my bad decisions. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Oh. You had to pull back way back after Miami. Opie, I checked my bank account. Yeah. And I said, was I robbed? Oh, my God. I was like, it was one of those weekends. You're was, nuts, dude. You just go all in, huh? I go all in. I go all in. I'm going to die first, bro. My funeral's going to be packed. Everyone's going to be alive except me. It's going to be busy. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want no dead-ass funeral. <laughs> they're they're going to have to open the partition oh, for you? Oh, it's going to be because I'm the only one that's going to go. So it's, I, everyone from my high school friends to my elementary right. school friends. Wow, Carl had a lot of front. No, he's like I'm going to die before my first pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, do I miss that laugh? All right, hey Blue Chew, thank you very, very much for sponsoring the OP Radio podcast. It's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E Chew.com, BlueChew.com. Promo code OP. All right, where were we? Oh yeah, all right. We got to get back to Pig Beach. I think I was in the middle of talking to Nick Solaris. So here we go. Bring it up to speed. Hang on, everybody. There she goes. So, what do you think of uh, Pig Beach and the the Carl celebrations? A testament to the greatness of the man. I mean, when you see that people came here from like all over the world, Alabama. California, you know, Florida. People flew, like, literally flew in. Pat Martin flew in from Nashville, you the know. The Fox Brothers are here. The Fox Brothers One from Atlanta. The Fox Brothers is here. That's still, like, four people. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, they had, like, a ham and cheese and... No, it's it, below... Don't talk about food. Stick to what you know about, which is producing Opie's show. No, he doesn't nothing. produce wow. my show. He what? does nothing. He's whipping people... I mean, he does nothing with me. I'm sorry, no. Rory. You're a big deal, Westwood One. <laughs> Westwood One yeah, I didn't mean that. It reminded me no, of I'm Taylor not. Ham is what I was trying to get to, Nick. Taylor Ham, pork roll. Oh Christ! Now I'm gonna go Goddamn pork roll! We're gonna have that fight again. That calls fucking rolling in his grave, hearing us talk about this. He knows it's pork roll. It's <laughs> he knows. He knows. That was the last thing he said to me. He was grabbing his chest and he said, "Okay, oh, it's pork roll." I know. Wheezy, it's pork roll. <laughs> I'm coming up, baby. Amazing of Pig Beach himself to host this thing, closing yeah. down their restaurant just to do this, and then all the pit masters. I think there's like 50 chefs contributed. Like, wow, food. You know, booze, cooking. We got people from Chaps Pit Beef came up. And, yeah. You know, we got the Fox Brothers. We have Martin, Sam Jones, the local boys, Billy Durney. We have, Gloria gave me the laundry list. It, yeah, went, on, it went on for five it's, minutes. It's unbelievable. It, it's it's very impressive that, that they all decided to come here for the event. But for the podcast, it was really boring to hear five minutes of names. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah, I know. It's E-L-O-R-I-A. Meanwhile, Thank you. Meanwhile, if Opie I love could, you, Gloria. If, meanwhile, if Opie could have that many sponsors, he'd get them all out at the beginning of his fucking I'm show. I'm up to two, I'll have you. To find people at manscaped.com, promo code Opie, 20% off right now. this morning in anticipation of coming here. Wait, you got smooth balls right now? Of course. Good for you, Robert. You never know who you're going to meet at one of these things. Are you really uh, hoping to hook up? got to be prepared if it's one thing carl taught you it's got to be prepared for any uh, eventuality and carl uh he's got probably 20 x's here so it's fucking awkward i'll tell you that much <laughs> it's like shooting it is fish like in no a shooting fish in a barrel it's like walking through a fucking minefield <laughs> there I are so this. many people i'm avoiding <laughs> anyway what else robert about so Q. Huh? Huh? is that one so you remember britain of course i do oh hello oops 
<laughs> How you doing with everything? Oh, it's been a it's been a rough couple months. I think for everyone, it's been a lot of ups and downs of dealing with the loss and then not being able to really fully deal with it because we're bombarded in a good way with like social media and podcasts where it keeps them alive. But then I was telling them earlier, you know, you're scrolling social media with your sound on and then all of a sudden you hear that laugh and it just, it hits you like a stake through the heart because it sounds like it's right here, but then all of a sudden you get that memory, wait, he's not here now. And so it just hits you in the heart again, but then you still have that lovely moment to be able to listen to the old podcasts or listen to old videos and still feel like he is there. And that's what I was talking to his mom and his mom's good friend, kind of like his auntie about, like, we can still feel like he's here with that. Look at the spirit that he created of all these people. I think they sold out at 500 tickets. This is seriously like the weirdest alternate universe kind of high school reunion in a way where you have not met and just like you and I have been friends on social media or have known about each other yet never met in person same with you Opie like we've known of each other but never met in person but yet we hug like we've known each other that's what Carl did for all of us we've no one that I've ever known in my entire life has ever been able to bring people together in a way where I'm sitting here with hundreds of people that have walked up to me and that I've walked up to and we've looked at each other like hey hey and given these big hugs to and felt like we are real friends and we are like it's a weird family. He, he was uh you know like the adams family yeah <laughs> it is a twisted, it's huge it used it's used too much but he was absolutely uh one of a kind one of a kind like yeah. he was oh, the type so- of guy you met once and you felt like you knew him for your entire life he was just he was the funniest person i've ever met 100 percent could make me laugh the way i'm even i'm saying 100 percent. and you know who i've met over yeah. the years a few people, people, a few yeah. funny people. In your I might have to, I might have to like uh, see him and Patrice together. But let's just put it this way: Carl was right, right up there oh, as the, the natural, like just the, like he was. Right he was the king of the one worders on on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like he would just cut down people with like one word. The waterheads like, is one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> And you know most most stand-ups aren't necessarily that funny when they're not no, doing their craft. Carl was funny all the time, off the cuff, just in the moment. You know, I think if he had to write stuff down, he would get bored. You know, it would it would be like no, it would be it would be too contrived. He would not be able to do a write-down set because it wouldn't be in the moment. It's him. He's in the moment. That's who he was. And, and for the podcast, uh, how did you know Carl? So actually, Carl and I met at Guy's um, birthday, 2016. Yeah. And we just started talking shit about everybody there, actually, and just figured out we had the same depraved sense of humor. And then just became besties. We called each other pandas because we were both trash pandas, just like living life in a depraved, funny, sick sort of way. And you were the one that was part of the long lost weekend, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, thank God. I wasn't sure. (laughs) I was Arizona. Yeah. But I mean... One of the many times I thought Carl passed because I couldn't get a hold of him. And in this particular case, he had a long lost weekend with you. And uh, I think Miami, right? You actually, Robert. Uh, we were you, part of that, too. We wait, you were part of that? We, yes. Well, Before we, Miami. We started at Old Homestead with Freddie and yeah. his wife and with Tim and and then I and then, the we got, and then we got Tim out of the way and then tensions reduced. Well, we had to run and escape a situation and we jumped into a black car. Wait, is that the fight that Freddie was in yes. and Carl yes. was across the street in a dive bar? No, 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 no we, 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 were, we were in the restaurant. Wait, this is another, this is another incident. Well, ex- explain what happened at Homestead. I don't I don't want to end up in the swamps of Jersey. Like to, I'd like to yeah. live. Okay. Uh, I love my life. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. So I love then, my life. Then the three, uh, Carl, Britton, and I ended up at a hotel. 
and that's Carl the, didn't have his phone, and, and Carl and I were due to go the next morning to Orlando to Guy's Chicken Restaurant opening, and there was no phone. So then that's where the whole Carl off the grid scenario began. And then we had... See, I always found it interesting when I found Carl to do normal things because I pictured him as such a child in a fun way. Like writing in a journal? So the fact that, like... Oh, I mean, the fact that we got to Orlando and then we rented a car, and I looked at Carl and I go, Oh, my God, look at you all cute and driving and shit. <laughs> and he <laughs> laughed his ass off. He's like, What do you think I am? Just some little trash panda? And that's how our panda nickname came. And I said, Basically, yes. Like, I can't believe you're actually driving and doing normal things. Like, you can operate a vehicle in the daytime. Fuck and- that. When he drove my car when we did our road trips, I, I, I would go pull over. <laughs> this guy would, like, play with the radio and. Do full posts on terrifying. social media and watch YouTube videos. Come on, while uh, it's while, while driving like seventy miles an hour on the I don't highway. Take anything from Nick Solaris in November. I mean, it was just we ended up in Miami and we decided like he was just laughing the fact that he's been able to live this long without a without a cell phone. But he's like, you know what, Opie's gonna kill me. He's gonna die when he finds out where I've been. Let's find out. Where should we figure out the place to, like, show me back up? Where's my spot? And, of course, it was Max the Deuce. And that's where we went with Richard Hales. And we were there, and we figured out the best photo to look like Carl. Because he really had been, like, you know, just the guy hanging out at the end of the bar. And we found that great shot, and he came back to life. The only reason I would kill him was because all of us, Nick, you know, too, he would go dark for days on end. You're like, oh fuck, here it is. And then sadly, it finally did happen, well, which which really sucks. What? I love Gloria, and Gloria was like this, the the sad one to have to actually find him dead. But I think we all were scared at that point. To at one point, we might be the one to find him. And I'd had too many drinks the first night of the Miami Memorial, and I didn't realize <laughs> Gloria was around when I was telling the story because Carl actually loved the story because he made me think that he was dead once in Venice Beach. <laughs> Oh, oh no! You'll love this story. Oh, please tell me this oh, story. You're gonna love this because this is all so, about celebrating Carl's life. So I, Vic I don't, and I love yeah. this story because Vic and I have the same like sick sense of humor. So last year we um, were in Venice Beach, Carl and I, and we did Matt Farah's uh, Watch podcast. We went to Adam Perry Lang's restaurant, went underground to all of his like underground meat lair, and saw all the crazy cool stuff that he had, and then. Later, we were with some of the Food Network guys, and Carl's, of course, in Carl fashion, wanted to take all the guys out to, like, some cool bar in Venice and buy a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, as Carl would do when we're already all hammered. No need for any more alcohol, but why not? It's fucking ruizing. I mean, we've already been drinking all day long. But Carl's like, why not a bottle of Pappy? Let's do it. And we're like, Sheh. I'm over in the corner sleeping at the bar. Like, wake me up when ruizing's done. And, like, you know, like, hitting up one of the producers, like, hit me when, like, we're 10 minutes out so I can sign Carl's bill, you know? And so we go back to the hotel, and there's this little patio area where this pool is and, like, a bar, but it's closed. Carl's like, I'm going to go out and smoke a cigarette and check my Instagram. I'm like, all right, I'll come check on you in a minute. 10, 20 minutes goes by, and I'm like, oh, God, like, where is he? So I walk out to this little veranda, and there's a little bar sitting there, and Carl is there with his phone on the bar, and his head is resting on the bar like asleep and he has a cigarette that's burnt out so it's just the filter in his right hand and I'm like oh look at that cute little nugget just asleep and passed out I'm like I'm gonna go pick him up and throw him over my shoulder carry him in his room and then I get closer and I turn and I see his head and there's foam coming out of his mouth and I'm like oh my god oh my god 
this fucker died on my watch. How fucking dare he? He died on my watch. What do I do? And then I go to tap him and I look in his other hands and there's a roll of Tums just sitting there. And he had let that fucking Tums foam up in his mouth and he passed out. And I'm like, this piece of shit just made me think. So I kicked him and I was like, Carl. And he's like, oh, 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 hi. I was like, you know where you are? He's like, oh, am I passed out somewhere? I'm like, yes, doll, you are. So I threw his little ass over my 5'9 shoulders and carried his little feet with his little clogs clicking on the way right back to the room. And he lived. But then I felt bad because I said that at the... No, it was perfect. But I said it in front of Gloria and I love her. And then I, I was not thinking I'd been drinking all day and not thinking about how insensitive that was to someone who really did find him dead right. and then I just felt like a total piece of shit and then I felt like Carl so I felt like it was okay I, it was definitely okay Vin, well Vic was like we laughed about it because there's a very small part of me at this point that really feels like you know this is one big prank Carl's pulling I think and he's, he's gonna walk Cuba in right and now. go ha yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in Cuba. He's chilling with like six chicks that all have like different tasks to do to him. One's giving him a pedicure. One's massaging his balls. One's giving him a mojito. Like one's like brushing his side hairs, you know? Like one's, one's cleaning his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> one's giving a pinky pedicure. Oh, all day. Yeah. He needs that pedicure. pinky to be perfect. So. Oh, my God. Anyway, love you guys. Bravo. I'm so happy to be here. Great love job, man. Let me get a drink. All right. I'm going to... Um, wander yeah. around. Yeah, I'm going to wander around and talk he to other people. He you so much, kid. I know. Oh, it's very nice meeting you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Maddie Rock! What up there, baby? How we doing today, brother? Uh, I'm getting there. Are you getting there? I'm getting there, man. I think uh, I think Carl's looking down, smiling. He's like, look at these rejects I bought together. <laughs> Someone said he's in the smoke. I like that. He's uh, in the smoke right now. He, he might actually be in the smoke, but I'm uncomfortable talking about it. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to know how he got there or why, but Thank yeah. You, but I don't, this looking down thing, I got a, I got a bone to pick because I've talked to a couple people who are in Miami at the funeral and they're like, it didn't look like, it was an open casket and apparently... No they, glasses. They said it didn't look like no him. No glasses. I said, that proves my point. What we talked about... Off air, going up to Rochester last December, that he faked his own death, and that some we're going to be in like Duluth one day, and and this little guy's going to peer over his shelf and go, "Hey, cuz," and walk away, or you'll get bailed out, and you don't know where the bail money came from. Like I don't know, some Cuban guy came and bailed you out. That's, that's there's what a small I'm to. there's a wow, small the part Cuban of me that A-team? that believes that's huh? still possible. That's the Cuban A team, <laughs> that's, exactly. The that's Cuban outstanding. A-team. What's up there, brother? Good to hey, see you, Nick. Maddie. Explain the Casio you gave me. Uh, Maddie Rock. All right, this is a uh, story. Actually, hurts a little bit, but uh, there's a silver lining in it. So I guess uh, Ope was talking about the watches. So a couple days before our brother passed, as we all know, Carl loved either super high-end watches that, you know, you had to trade a Hyundai for to even look at, or $3 Casios, or the fakest-looking Rolexes that you'd ever seen. So I'd spent literally a month, month and a half, looking at the gaudiest, most Fugazi Rolexes you've ever seen. Oh, I sent you a picture. You would agree? Yeah. It actually said quartz on it, which there were only two quartzes ever created for Rolex. But the, uh, the made-in-Japan thing kind of threw it for a loop. So horrible, gold band, gaudy. Carl needed to have it. Found it online. It was in a watch lot. Didn't tell you what was in the box. Nothing. Just here's his nasty watch. Looked through a couple pictures. Bought the watch lot. A few other goodies in there. Said, screw it. We're getting it. I bought the box one day before Carl passed. Got the box three or four days um, after he passed. And lo and behold, in the box with that Fugazi Rolex were all these Casios. Literally from the late 80s. 
to the early 90s, and Carr would have lost his mind uh, over those. So he's looking down laughing, saying, what a gem. And uh, obviously I had to give Opie one of those. You know, Everybody who was part of the, the Carl family needed to have one of those because uh, Carl would have been wearing them proudly. So good moment. He's looking down laughing, but he's also kind of pissed that he's not here to have one. So sorry, buddy. We got you this time. Um, another powerful lesson a little knucklehead taught me, and I never really believed, is uh, when you hear that one man can make a difference, uh, this is proof of it, man. One man can make a difference. All these people were touched by Carl. Uh, well, you're another. You're another one of my new friends because of Carl. I know. I love you too, man. I'm like, stop grabbing me like that, dude. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I blow my stranger danger. And, and, and I got to tell you that uh, Maddie has been checking in on me and many others to make sure we're all right, and that that means a lot, Maddie. Yeah, man. Much love, bro. Um, like I said, he really did bring all of us misfits together. Everything happens for a reason, and uh, he gave us each other. And if he could say anything, you know, besides Ruizing, I mean, this, this is legacy, man. When you bring all these different people together that under normal circumstances would not have met up, it's huge, dude. Uh, one of the few times I'll be serious about anything, and uh, it's a hell of a gift, and it's an honor, man. It truly is. I concur with Medi Rock 100%. You know, I was just running through the list of people I ran, in, uh, ran into here today, and Stunt Brain was here earlier, but he had to get back to do his radio show in Philadelphia. He, he's always doing those Irish exits. Man. I he went was, to a classic car club with Matt Farah and hung out. Well, that's because you're banging out shows, and your numbers are increasing, and this shit has taken off. That's right, Robert from Westwood One. Oh, <laughs> Westwood One Studios. <laughs> I still yeah, got, like I still got friends over there. I, I just like busting Roberts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I could take it. I mean, come on, Maddie. My feet aren't that little. You get it? It's a character. All right, you got to help me find George. Where's George? I got to talk to Carl's brother. All right, we'll go find George. Let's go wander right. and find George. All right. Much love on your quest. Opie Radio. We have of our family, we want to thank you for the amazing George is talking. emotion, the support. The friendship. I mean, I, I have, I knew my brother was special to us. Now I know that he's special to the world. I've been moved by how many people have been moved by him, and I think the reason why we were moved by him is because he was who he was, unapologetically. He was authentic. He was an American authentic guy. And I think, I think that in a world full of fakes, having something authentic is amazing. So I want, I want to thank you guys for celebrating who he was. And more importantly, celebrating what he represented. Right? He represented community. He represented bringing people together. He saw food as a way to do it. And so today, I think we celebrate who he was. And I thank you all for taking time out of your day to remember my brother. So... On behalf of our family, thank you so much for coming today. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. If you got a drink in your hand, put it up. Put your pinkies up. We love you, Carl. Cheers. Cheers. Drink them up. George, do you have a moment to talk to me? Yeah. I was just bringing it. I'm kidding. I got, I got Sam too. Hey, Sam, what's wow. up, Sam Jones? What's up, my man? Hey, hey just so we know, I orchestrated it. The last time I saw you, we were sitting in Madison Square Park at Big yes. Apple Barbecue yes. with our friend talking trash. Yes. That was so much fun. That was the day that 
Carl like uh, brought me and met you know and uh, introduced me to all you guys and I I became instant friends with every single person I met that day. Well, that's because uh, he was the great facilitator. Yeah. And if you were a douche, then you weren't going to be part of that group. Oh, no. And then arm link that person forever. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We never want to be that person's friend. They suck. Exactly. <laughs> I was telling George, his brother, earlier that Billy Durney, Pat Martin, and myself and Carl were in a group text for like the last three or four years. And it may go silent for five days, six days, tops. And all of a sudden, somebody's going to fire off. And it's just chop busting, chop busting. And Carl could push Billy Durney's buttons like nobody else. I mean, just like a few weeks before Carl's passing, he had decided he's going to ride Billy on this group text to the point that Billy goes, Carl, the next time I see you, I'm punching you in the face. And I was like, dang, and I was texting Pat side. I'm like, man, Billy just got the red ass right then. <laughs> and then we were talking last night, and Billy would go, and then the next day, Carl would always text me after I flipped my lid and be like, hey, man, you know I was just busting your chops, yeah. right? Like, you don't have to kill me and right. all those Irish things. <laughs> well, Dirty's scary, though. Sometimes you don't know when he's joking. Everybody's got that friend that they love to death that can just push you off the cliff of insanity. Carl was that Carl guy. Carl could do that for Billy Durney, and I enjoyed being a spectator for that yeah. in that group text. Well, Bill, Bill Durney's really intense because when I met all you guys, he came up to me and he goes, do you have a good time, Oak? I'm like, hell yeah. And then he go, he looked me dead in the eye and he goes, now you're one of us. Exactly. And basically said, don't fuck it up. Yeah. I don't care about anything but a hug. Oh, a hug? <laughs> Who are you? A friend of Carl's, always. Oh, all right, right on. Nice to meet you. <laughs> from Marcella. Okay. The creepy cabin. Yeah. All that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, you're from the creepy cabin area. Telemark. Nice. This is, uh, it's quite the showing for Carl today. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, there was never a doubt. No, hell no. You know, he lives on through all of us and all the friendships we made, right? Absolutely, OB. Yeah. All right, another hug. All right, I'll take another hug. Nice to meet you. Right. People keep grabbing George, yeah. and I'm being a little like North Jersey and obnoxious about it. And I was like, no one can talk to him now. Uh, Sam Jones needs him. Are you his handler? I, they go way back. They. Uh, we did. I know George. So when we were growing up, George. Free call, at least in New Jersey. <laughs> George was like the smart one, and he would literally. Since Carl knew you were a lawyer, he's like, we're going to be best friends. George would, George would say this. We were like 17, and George would be like, listen, so you're both clear. Megan, you're very pretty. That's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to need to use your brains and hang out with my brother. It's not going to work. And I'd be like, you wear a bow tie? It's weird. <laughs> bow ties it's are weird. weird. Wait, though, though, and he'd be like, Maybe you want to reevaluate which one of us you're going to hang your star to. I don't know. He brings me to dinner in the city. He crashes his Mercedes and is like, you also want to go to the city? We're going to the city. You're good. Megan, I'm like, nah. He tells me I'm pretty. You literally want me to study. You're weird. I'm hanging out with Carl. You're describing those two perfectly. She's she's, Carl. she's throwing you under the bus, George. Oh, really? Carl's brother. What's up, Opie? So, Man, I'm it's good to see you. Making fun of your bow tie and making fun of... I did. We were we were in high school. Did you not wear a real bow tie I in high did. school? I did. I wore a bow tie. Wait, but I'm going to ask you this too. Yes. In high school. Yes. Did your brother not shop at Armani for his t-shirts? He did. Right. So the That's whole, true. Right. 
So the whole thing, like, I don't you care. You may have shoplifted like. a few. Right, fair. <laughs> fair. No, no, but I'm shoplifted joking. from our money. It's statute of limitations I'm is over. No, he's I'm not. Statute of limitations is over. It's fine. But yeah. Carl did have the um, better taste of life when we were kids. Right? He did, yes. Carl, you know, Carl was such a special guy, man. He was. And Opie, it's good to see you, good brother. See you. Man, I love the last podcast. You made me sound remotely good, man. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Are you it. catching up on the podcast? You know, I haven't really started yet. Uh, please don't. I have to. No, no, please don't. People please don't. Yeah, I have to. No, 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 Carl no. took <laughs> No, you don't want to do that. Carl took some shots at you and I That's and, right. and I agreed. I told I said I said earlier and and please take it for what it is. Yeah. Carl would tell stories about you and I go yeah you know what Carl he does sound like an asshole <laughs> and then I meet you and I'm like Carl you misrepresent your own brother it's alright you know what um, in fun I, he was a fun. good storyteller and I'm sure that it was a good story always you know what I mean always so it, he, he valued telling a good story if, even if it's stretched a little bit here or there it's alright it's alright <laughs> It's all about storytelling, man. Yeah. But I, I got to thank you, man. That podcast was very moving. Oh, good. And then when you put sounds of him and him laughing and stuff, like, you know, I was I was sitting in my house listening to it, and and I got I got busted up, man. It, it was... Um, I'll do my little bit to keep his name alive. Trust me on that. Can I interrupt for a second? Just... Oh, you're actually asking this time? I am. I'm going to do it anyway. You want to. I would like to. (laughs) But here's my thing. So you guys have just met George over the last few years, right? About the last couple weeks. Last couple months. So, in fairness, as someone who's known him since he's a kid, they are literally the same person. Like, I'm not lying, right? You look at him, their personalities. The only difference is Carl took his brains and went to a kitchen and George decided he was going to, like, operate on hearts, which is, like, a little more, like, dramatic, oh, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. But, but, but I will say, in the same way, they both saved lives. Yeah. We do. Oh, we do. Robert we from yeah, Westwood you're right. One. No, you're right, Carl man. saved my life eight million times. But you know, you know what? He literally I, saved mine. He did, mine too. You know what? Carl is rejuvenating my life. After his, after his sad death, like, it's made me rethink a lot of things. Right, you know, and, and I thought like Ruizing, am I worthy of that? I have the last name, but am I worthy of the Ruizing? And so, I'm like, I gotta Ruiz a little more. So this is you my know? thing, though. Like, so I gotta live the moment a little more. It's it's living in the moment. Living in the moment a little more. Ruizing light is okay. Like where you have like <laughs> oh the Ruizing light, Ruizing diet, Ruizing. It's Ruizing light. Like you have oat it's milk like, it's instead like the flavor of without the milk. calories. Yeah, like it's not a bad thing. I have a question. You know, put dressing on my salad once in a while. (laughs) Sam Jones. I'm going to bring it back because y'all were just talking about Carl in high school buying his shirts at Armani. Yeah. And specifically (laughs) T-shirts. How a man digresses. <laughs> or evolves. Or evolves. Depends on who you ask. Or evolves, man. It was one of the, the 80s, one of the few times <laughs> that I got him in our group text. And he just went on his feet one night. We were all back and forth. And it was always going to, the arrows are directed at somebody. It's either going to be me or Billy or Pat or Carl. And then everybody else just gangs up. This is the first I've heard of Carl buying Armani t-shirts in high school. I mean, it's a man that lived the last three or four years of his life wearing the shittiest T-shirts anybody's ever seen. And I would always bust his chops about it. And so we're in a group text one night, and it's one of the few times he ever conceded. 
you know, which he's going to always get the last punch. Right. The last little, let me jab your heart and show it to you. Normally it's a shiv. Right. He'll get the last shiv in. And I was like, Carl. Yeah. I feel like your closet looks like Ernest P. Worrell's closet. <laughs> yeah. right. You know, where Ernest P. Worrell had the denim pants, yeah. denim vest, and a gray T-shirt. Yeah. Yours is just a plethora of shitty T-shirts. But he made it look good. Yes. He he he, he owned it. Every time he <laughs> anyone else wearing some of the the get-ups that Carl wore, he, people would they'd point, hide their children. People would point and laugh at you, yeah. but he owned it, and no one made fun. It, you could not. Right. Uh, we last night. We went to Peter Luger's. Uh, it was me, Pat Martin, Billy, Fox Brothers. We were sitting in there, and the last time we were all there in that group, uh, Carl was with us. One of the guys that was with Pat that night, Robbie Lundy, Carl chose to sit beside him and ride him like a hobby horse and just wore him out. He was wearing a Kiss T-shirt. He busted my chops because I was wearing a nice shirt and it was tucked in. Fancy. Oh, yeah, basically I had a tuxedo on. But he just rode him all night. When they brought that, I call it meringue out, I got a photo of Carl just rubbing it on his face. And so last night we had a toast and we passed that bowl around and we all like put our hand in it like he did and rubbed it all over our face. Nice. Uh, in memory of our friend, yes. he uh, he is obviously going to be missed. Uh, by the way, George, the red yeah. flannels reminded me of Carl. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, Was that a Christmas present for your mom? Did she get you one and Carl one? <laughs> you know what? I I love I love this jacket. It's made by Filson. It's a great brand and it's warm. It keeps you warm. And so I I just I knew we'd be outside today. I knew he loved flannel. So here I am, you know. If Carl were here right now, it. he would be like, oh, Filson, name dropper. Oh. Tell, us, tell us how much it costs, George. I don't know. Would I don't know. That? He would yeah, say that. He would. He'd bust my balls. <laughs> He'd be like, what? Are they sponsoring you? Do they have their sticker on your car? You know? Oh, look. When I first lined up with Heinz to create that barbecue sauce, yeah. I had a bunch of hate from my buddies. None worse than Carl. Really? Oh, man. Well, what did he say? God, I, I could yeah. wrote an encyclopedia of what yeah. he said yeah. of me lining up with Hines. It was like I was big time. I was this. I was that. And it was like, look, man, when you get off of that uh, Eiffel Tower, the barbecue sauce empire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just like, bam, every time I talk to him, he's That's wearing perfect. me out. Yeah. Oh, he knew how to wear you out. He kept you honest, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's your thoughts uh, about this uh, little get-together there? Little. There's at least 500 people here. Oh, P, this is overwhelming, man. I think it's been a series of overwhelming events, right? You've been part of many of them, Opie. Um, just the outpouring of love, man. It's been unbelievable. It's good to see you because I saw you in California a month ago. And look, it's going to take a really long time to get over uh, your brother. Yeah. But you you seem like you have more light in your eyes. And it was, I was excited to see you. I'm and, excited to see and you, you too, got man. And you got all these new friends now, too, because of Carl. I, I got to tell you, um, since since we were there, like I've, I've watched some of the shows again where you were with him, Opie. And I, I, I am really indebted to you for preserving so much of who he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I, there's a lot I, of it. I just, I this, just, yeah, man, you've done an amazing job. Well, I mean, it was by accident, but that podcast is—it's all—it's almost all there. A lot of his life is on uh, on that podcast. 
And so I, I, um, I intend to listen to it, the good, bad, or ugly. And um, if you have any questions, just text me. I will. Because I was just kind of going with it a few times no, when Carl was busting your balls. Man. Look, you know what? I, I don't think. I think today we're not here to relive history. We're here to build the future. And I think with all these folks here supporting Ruizing for a cause, we'll be able to help other people also make an impact yeah. in the culinary world man that's what it's all about that's what he cared about carl cared about making an impact absolutely i think that today is the start of something really great you guys ever i've never met no, wait I've this never is vic met. henley that's I'm vic henley nice oh hey man <laughs> i've heard a lot about you man he was in my house I don't heard. believe any of it <laughs> i heard for he about 10 weeks house. i know telling everyone it was his house <laughs> i'm sure just the women just the women I, well, no, everybody, everybody everybody a bartender a week ago said uh, he took him up to the roof Carl, yeah. you should see the roof deck. See, I gave him a full set of keys. So he and the guy said, "Man, this is really nice. How long have you been here?" And Carl's like, oh, "I got about fifteen years." <laughs> but the guy knew. He goes, "I thought you lived in New Jersey for a long time." Oh, this was my Pierre de Terre. <laughs> your, your city house. Your, your New York little yeah. <laughs> something like that. It's completely nutty. To be continued on the next episode of the Opie Radio Podcast from Pig Beach. We hear from Carl's mama. I want to thank our sponsors, BetDSI.com, promo code OP, and BlueChew.com, promo code OP. See you next time on the OP Radio Podcast. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>